Welcome to Belly Dance Alchemy, a captivating blend of the best elements of career and professional development and the magic of belly dance. I'm your host, Kelly Nottingham. Ready to make your day job sparkle and your dance life grow in new and inspiring ways? Let's see what we can brew up. Hi, everybody, and welcome to our next episode. This episode, I'm going to be perfectly honest with you. I hope you don't mind that. I have actually really struggled uh, to write this episode. I feel a bit obligated to do this episode, and I'll talk about that in just a second. But this one is going to be a bit more cash because um, we're talking today about gratitude. It's the time of year to talk about gratitude, and I'm seeing lots of stuff coming out about gratitude right now. Uh, it is just for reference. It is early mid-November here in the U.S., which means we are getting ready to celebrate our Thanksgiving holiday in a couple of weeks. But this is really the time of year to celebrate a lot of holidays that are all about giving thanks. Uh, Canada, you just celebrated your Thanksgiving last month. Happy belated Thanksgiving, Sin Poutine. And we have a lot of holidays coming up, religious holidays and secular holidays that are all about gratitude, giving gifts, being receptive to receiving gifts and thanking people for things. And, you know, it's just that sort of generous time of year. And because of that, there's there's a lot floating around about gratitude. There's also a lot floating out there about practicing gratitude. And I had mixed feelings about putting out an episode about gratitude because I felt like there was already so much out there in the world that I didn't really have a whole lot to add to the conversation. However, uh, when I started researching, digging into my books, starting to look up articles and and doing my research about gratitude, the psychology of gratitude and best practices for gratitude and developing a gratitude mindset, I actually felt like I did have something to say. I had a few things to add to the conversation. And so we're going to be jumping in and talking about those today in a, I guess, somewhat, like I said, casual way, because I think this conversation is one that may be a little bit uh, tainted by my own uh, Gen X cynicism and my own um, sense of sometimes not feeling as woo-woo as some of the gratitude practices that are recommended uh, would basically require me to be. So if you are also one of those people that uh, doesn't really quite get gratitude or doesn't quite understand how to build a gratitude practice, this episode is for you. Now, before we get started too far into this, I did want to share a definition of gratitude, just so we're all on the same page. The Harvard Mental Health Letter says, quote, with gratitude, people acknowledge the goodness in their lives. In the process, people usually recognize that the source of that goodness lies at least partially outside themselves. As a result, gratitude also helps people connect to something larger than themselves as individuals, whether to other people, nature, or a higher power. End quote. So this idea of gratitude as having a 
feeling of humility or a feeling of wonder and awe about it, uh, to me, is one of the things that makes gratitude sometimes a little bit challenging. I think with a lot of folks, we think about gratitude being this very grandiose philosophical or religious statement um, or mental practice, emotional practice, that it's sort of this, you know, I have to light a candle and put out some rose petals and like meditate and come up with these big, deep thoughts around gratitude. And that is definitely a possibility. But I will say I personally find that that sense of humility, that sense of awe, that sense of wonder isn't necessarily something that we have to have before we can show gratitude. In fact, here's our first deep thought for this episode. I think that the wonder and awe and humility that we are a small piece of a larger system, be that spiritual or life or whatever that may be, I think that comes as an effect of expressing gratitude. If we wait to feel that sense of wonder or that sense of profound awe, uh, we're going to hold ourselves back from being grateful for the simple little things in life. And those simple little things, when we start to look at them we start to acknowledge them and we begin to work on our gratitude lens, the way that we look at the world from a, a perspective of gratitude, that wonder will develop. So if that's been getting in your way, no worries. You don't have to worry about that anymore. You can go ahead and start uh, working on a gratitude practice and you know that sense of wonder will come. Now, the next deep thought that I've had about gratitude is that we have to do gratitude to be grateful. By this, I mean, we actually have to put in some conscious effort. This is why they call it a practice, meaning that we need to do it repeatedly. Now, we've talked in previous episodes about neural pathways in the brain and how our neural pathways are created and broadened and strengthened by repeated thoughts. Gratitude works the same way. So I think this is one of those pieces that sometimes is missed when we see people talk about a gratitude practice and they talk about, I am grateful for blank, 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 blank. A gratitude practice is not about the I am grateful for blank, blank, blank part. The practice is actually about rewiring your brain to a different way of looking at the world and a different way of looking at what happens to you and what happens to other people. It's putting a new lens in front of your mindset and in front of the way that you interact with the world that this practice builds. It builds these neural pathways so that you're always looking for things to be grateful for things to to look at and say, this is a good thing in my life versus looking at it from a sense of lack or I am missing things in my life. Now, especially if you have grown up in a very consumerist type of society or culture, we are trained to look for what's missing. 
This is something that, especially at this time of year, as we begin to ramp up these holidays that are all about gift giving, this is what advertisers prey on, is this idea that you don't have the things that you need to be happy. The vast majority of things are never going to make us happy. I would say everything in that, but, you know, there are those basic needs that really provide opportunities for happiness, you know, security, shelter, food, water, safety. Those are the things that you need to really be able to be happy. So you do need those things. But a lot of the stuff that they're trying to sell us at this time of year is built on this false foundation that somehow those things are going to make us happy. Gratitude is the lens that we can look at the world with that shows us that we can already be happy. We can look at the world and see the goodness happening around us without necessarily getting the new car or the new purse or the new laptop. So as you are thinking about and as we talk about some different ways to practice gratitude, I want you to keep that in the back of your mind. It's not about the practice. It's about the mindset that we're trying to rewire into our heads. And that's why I say that we have to do gratitude to be grateful. It does require conscious effort and conscious repeated practice. Now, you can say, okay, Kelly, that's all well and good. Uh, gratitude is easy when things are going really well. Yep, absolutely. Gratitude can get really hard when the chips are down. Gratitude can get hard when things don't seem like they're going well. Gratitude can feel hard when you feel pressure, anxiety, stress, frustration, anger, envy. And it can be very hard when life seems unfair, especially to us. So here's our next deep thought of the day. Envy is the enemy of gratitude. Again, we see this with advertisers, especially at this time of year, trying to build a sense of what others have versus what we have. Now, I'm going to be talking in just a few minutes about another deep thought that I had related to others and gratitude, but I just wanted to plant that seed that envy is the enemy of gratitude. If you find yourself feeling envious, that's actually a really good sign that you can be grateful for that maybe you need to work on your gratitude outlook. So let's talk about some ways that we can do gratitude. Gratitude can be focused on the past, it can be focused on the present, and it can be focused on the future. And in fact, one uh, thing that I like to do sometimes when I'm working on my gratitude attitude uh, is to think about, you know, something that I'm grateful for that happened in the past that is resulting in something that's happening for me right now and that is going to result in something hopefully coming up in the future. So, you know, I can be grateful that I moved out to the country last year. Um, I can be grateful right now that I'm in the country as I go outside to take a walk and I can hear the birds and the cows. Uh, and I am grateful in the future that I will be able to have a garden next summer. That's a very simple way of thinking about that. Gratitude, and this is our next big thought, gratitude can be both passive or active. 
Now, by this, I'm not talking about doing gratitude. We can do passive gratitude and we can do active gratitude. So what am I talking about here? Passive gratitude is being grateful for something that is. It's situational. So let's say, for example, I'm grateful for the cute squirrels outside of my window. Active gratitude is taking an action that can make you grateful or that produces a result to be grateful for. So I'm grateful for the cute squirrels outside my window. That's passive gratitude. I am grateful that I have the ability to get in my car and go buy food and nuts for the cute little squirrels outside. That is active gratitude. Active gratitude is making a difference. It's doing something. Now, this is even true for our next big thought, being grateful for something that you don't like. Now, this is one of my favorite techniques because this is where I find that I struggle a lot is when I'm feeling frustrated when I have to do something that I don't want to do. That's when my gratitude filter just completely disappears. So I have to really consciously do gratitude to be able to feel better about the situation. And the amazing thing is that it works. So here's an example. I hate grocery shopping. I hate grocery shopping. I don't like the process of making a shopping list. I do not like the process of walking through the store. I do not like the process of checking out. And I don't like the process of putting my groceries away. I don't like it. But I am the person in our household who always goes grocery shopping. For the longest time, whenever I would go grocery shopping, I would try to distract myself from what was happening. Uh, I would wear earbuds and listen to podcasts while I was shopping so I could try to basically distract my brain from being frustrated by the fact that I was having to take all this time to go do this thing that I hated doing. But I found that that wasn't working. So what I started doing is this exercise of being grateful, being thankful for a task that I don't like to do. So for some reason, this works and I will leave it to, you know, brain scientists to be able to explain this better because I I don't know why this works as well as it does other than it just resets that filter in the way that we interact with the world. But it helps so much when I am having to go grocery shopping, that I say to myself, and I'm not going to lie, while we're wearing masks right now, I will totally say this stuff out loud, quietly to myself, uh, because people can't tell that I'm talking to myself. I will say things to myself like, I'm grateful that I can buy groceries. I am grateful uh, because one, it's a miracle of modern society that I can get kiwi fruits from New Zealand. That's amazing. Number two, others are struggling to pay for food. And I'm grateful that I am not in a position where I am right now having to struggle for food. And number three, the reason I'm grateful is going back to that past, present, future idea. I know what it's like to not have money for groceries. In my past, when I was, I had graduated from my graduate degree and I had a tremendous amount of student debt, I had to put myself on a very strict budget. And one time I went to the discount grocery store to buy my groceries for the week in cash uh, because I only allowed myself cash at that point. And 
I got up to the register and owed more than I had calculated. Now, for those of you that live outside of the U.S., this is one of those bizarre quirks of the U.S. commerce system. So this is a good warning if you come to visit the U.S. The amount of money on a uh, price tag on something in the U.S. is not the price that you're actually going to pay. They they add on taxes at the cash register. So you're going to owe more than what is shown on the, the little tag on whatever it is that you're buying. And I had gotten up to the front counter uh, to, to the register and um, I miscalculated and I didn't have enough money to pay for my groceries. And so I had to look through everything and figure out what I was going to put back. So I have dealt with this situation before, and I know a lot of you either have been or are currently in this situation, uh, and it's tough. So this sort of mindset for me was really foundational to helping me approach a task I did not like to do by forcing me to look at it from a completely different perspective and say, you know what, you know what it's like to not be able to afford groceries. So be grateful. Let's practice gratitude. Let's do some gratitude around the fact that I'm able to afford groceries right now. Now, this brings up another thought, another deep thought that I had recently. And I did uh, a live event with my colleague Ray Jackson of Career Bloom Consulting recently and talked about this a little bit, but I wanted to flesh this out a little bit more is this idea of gratitude by proxy. So gratitude by proxy is going beyond just being grateful for things that you have or that have happened to you. It's having that experience of gratitude for other people. It's having gratitude for an opportunity that someone else at our job has to get on a big, amazing project that maybe they wanted to do, or gratitude for a friend of ours that's gotten an amazing opportunity to try something new and exciting. Gratitude is contagious. It is absolutely contagious. And when you are around somebody who is sincerely gracious, who is sincerely thankful for the good that has happened to them. And when you can feel that they are grateful for the good that has happened to you, uh, it changes your whole worldview. So this idea of gratitude by proxy is appreciating that other people are also small pieces in this larger system that we live in, whether that is a religious belief that you have, whether it's the universe whether it is life with a capital L, whether it's the force, whatever it may be that you are grateful to for the things that you have, you can be grateful for other people's opportunities. You can be grateful for other people's blessings that they have had, the things that they are grateful for. And you can take the opportunity to do gratitude by spreading gratitude. So. In that example of when I was at the grocery store and could not afford my groceries, the lady in line behind me saw what was happening. She reached into her purse and she pulled out a couple of dollars and handed it to the cashier. I was, um, talk about humility, right? I was embarrassed. Um, I was humbled. 
And this lady looked at me and she smiled and she said, don't be embarrassed. I have been where you are. I have been through the same thing. And I would like to think that this was an example of gratitude by proxy, that she was grateful not only for the opportunity for herself to do good in the world, but grateful for an opportunity to give me a chance to be grateful for the food that I was able to to buy and eat for the rest of the week. And the amazing thing is that this spreads. I have actually had the opportunity and have done so to help other people when the same situation has happened. And I've been able to give a couple of dollars to somebody trying to buy something at the store. So this idea of gratitude by proxy, it's not transactional. It is not a quid pro quo. A quid pro quo, uh, which means this for that in Latin, doesn't create gratitude. Gratitude, and especially gratitude by proxy, doesn't come with strings attached. It doesn't come with a feeling of indebtedness or obligation. I'm sure all of us have dealt with situations where someone's done something for us and then told us that we should be grateful for it. And uh, yeah, that's the number one way to build resentment in a relationship is to tell somebody that, uh, well, you should be grateful for all I've done for you. That that doesn't work. Gratitude by proxy is its own gift within itself. Now, this can be difficult, especially if we are coming from a, a place of lacking or a place of feeling like we're missing something. When we look at what we don't have, we will see what we don't have. When we look at what we do have, we will see what we do have. This is the basics of what gratitude is all about. Envy and being envious of what other people have just crushes our sense of gratitude. Envy is the enemy of gratitude. But this, my friends, if you are a competitive person, if you tend toward envy or jealousy, this is a lifelong effort to rewire envy into gratitude by proxy, into feeling grateful for someone else's opportunities, because there are benefits to this. Envy doesn't in itself move us forward. It doesn't help us. Uh, in most respects, although I am going to be doing an episode on envy because I find envy fascinating and it can be beneficial if handled in the right way. But envy eats us alive. Envy takes us out of that place where we can see that we are a small piece in a larger system because it pits us against other people. Gratitude by proxy puts us back in that system of something bigger than ourselves. And it puts the other person also back into their proper place in a larger power or a larger piece of the universe. The most successful people in the world who are humble and happy people, gracious people, will say that, yes, they may have worked hard, but their success also came down to having the right opportunities at the right time. Some people haven't had those opportunities yet. Some of us uh, may be looking for those opportunities. But when we pit ourselves against others, we're not opening ourselves to the possibility that the opportunities are out there. 
this is one of those side benefits of gratitude by proxy. When we are grateful for the opportunities that others have, and we see them as a small piece in this larger system, we understand the reality that their success was built on opportunities. It was built on hard work. It was built on coincidences or lucky connections or whatever the case may be. But it gives perspective to someone else's success versus where we see ourselves. Now, this conversation thus far about gratitude by proxy has been focused specifically on situations where we might feel envy. However, there are other ways to show gratitude by proxy. And some of them are really quite sweet. Tell someone that you're grateful for them or that you're grateful for something they did. How long has it been since you've written a thank you note? Write a thank you note. Send them a text. Do whatever it takes. Make a phone call. Tell someone that you're grateful for them. Tell them that you are grateful for something that they did. You can take this to an even more active level by finding ways to help someone feel grateful. So an example of this, we'll go back to the grocery store. I can be grateful for the groceries that I can buy for my family. I can also do gratitude by proxy by buying some extra cans of food and donating it to a food bank so that other people have an opportunity to be grateful for something, that other people have some goodness in their life that was brought to them through this larger system. And we, in a sense, are the larger system around them, providing to them that thing that they can be grateful for. This doesn't have to be complicated, but finding ways to help someone else have something to be grateful for, to me, is one of the most powerful pieces of gratitude. Studies have shown, and we know it to be true anecdotally, that we feel better about ourselves and about the world and about other people when we are able to help someone else. Think about opportunities that you have to help someone be grateful. All right, everybody. So we've talked about some different things with gratitude today in this very casual gratitude episode. I'm grateful for all of you for listening as I sort of go off the cuff on topics today that have just been popping into my head quite a bit lately. I have a list of four things for us. The first is to write or say five things each morning that you're grateful for. Uh, you can use your hand if you need a reminder to count off those five things. And these do not have to be deep thoughts. Uh, you can also put up a sticky note on your bathroom mirror if you need a reminder. You can stick a little sticky on there that says, do gratitude. And these can be very simple things. As you're getting ready to brush your teeth, I'm grateful that I am physically able to brush my teeth. I'm grateful that I have a toothbrush. I'm grateful for running water. I'm grateful that I have a bathroom to brush my teeth in. And I'm grateful that I have teeth to brush. Yeah, doesn't have to be anything complicated. Now, if you are a writer, you can write these down. You can send it to somebody else if you want to uh, share your gratitude with someone else and start a gratitude practice every morning, maybe when you get to work or you get onto your computer that you email or text handful of things that you're grateful for that day, send it off to them and they can send it back to you and you will be amazed at the mindset shift that goes on 
uh, when you start to really look at the world through that lens. Next on the list is to tell someone this week that you are grateful for them or for something that they did. You can send a note, give them a call, send them a little text message. You get double points if you actually write them a thank you card. How long has it been since you've actually gotten real mail that wasn't a bill or junk? So uh, send somebody a card in the mail or postcard just to say that you're grateful for them. Next on the list is to take that gratitude by proxy to the next level by finding a way to make someone else feel grateful. We are in the Northern Hemisphere getting ready to go into winter, which means for a lot of people that they may be hungry and colder than normal. Find a charity that you can give something to. Find a neighbor that uh, you can you can do something for to help them feel grateful. And double points on this one if it's anonymous. Ooh, that's even better. So our last one on the list is to be thankful for a task that you don't like to do or a situation that you do not enjoy. Uh, maybe it is sitting through a certain meeting that you do not enjoy. Maybe it's cleaning up after your dog. Maybe it is paying a particular bill that you just don't enjoy. When you are finding yourself in that moment of frustration or upset or annoyance, take a minute to find one thing about that task or that situation that you can be grateful for. I promise you it is going to change the way you look at things. All right, everyone, I hope that this has been a useful episode for you. I know it has actually been useful for me to work through because sometimes in these moments of difficulty, this is where, you know, when I'm trying to write something and it's just not working, I get frustrated and I have to remind myself that I am grateful for an opportunity to share ideas with all of you. If you want to practice some gratitude by proxy and make my day I would really appreciate if you would leave me a review on your podcast directory of choice. Uh, It really helps out the show. Uh, You can also sign up for the mailing list and you can go to the website down in the notes. I am grateful for your time and will respect that and not spam you or do anything crazy like that. So I hope you all have a wonderful rest of your week. And have fun going out there and doing some gratitude. Well, thanks for listening. If you like what you hear, please subscribe to this podcast and share the magic with your dance friends. If you want more, you can sign up for our mailing list at bellydancealchemy.org. Or you can email me your suggestions and feedback. I would love to hear from you at bellydancealchemypodcast at gmail.com. Bye. Thank you.